Screen Time. You are listening to Mega Screen Time. A podcast in which a father and son discuss Screen Time. Screen Time, Screen Time, Screen Time! TV, movies, video games, books, video games, TV, movies, pop culture, internet, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, News of the Day, Father and Son. <laughs> oh boy You should just use that for every single beginning Oh, I'll just redo it <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, sweetheart I'm glad, I'm glad Because I thought I would freestyle Kind of random Kind of random, but kind of really focused Because that's what we focus on here Man, I'm starting to think we should podcast more often This is fun already <laughs> Oh boy What's new? What do you think? What's the first thing we need to tell the audience if they've just tuned in? This is Magic Sword. This is the band Magic Sword, who has given us uh, special permission to podcast with their beautiful music. Uh, Eamon picked out this track many moons ago uh, on his own in a store with headphones on. Uh, The way that I used to pick out music when I was a boy. That was my favorite part, you know. You'll probably, like, very rarely pick out music in a store in your day. But it's fun. Local band. Yep. I don't know if they're where they're local to. Pacific Northwesty. Should look that up. Um, hey, buddy. Hi. <coughs> uh, we could keep rocking out to this music all day long. But I want so you know I was thinking like wh- how do we center this pro- this podcast? Uh, one of the things we could say is uh, you're about to go away to sleepaway camp. Oh, it's yep. the conclusion of summer vacation. The you know this is the last couple weeks. What are you looking forward to at camp? Um, not sure. Tell people about the camp, ma'am. I'm gonna have to tune this out because you're you're just rocking out. You can't even focus on your job, on your podcasting job. Uh, yeah, you're a real professional. You know, I told my students, my podcasting students, that they had a lot to learn from the likes of you. Uh, you're good at podcasts. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. When because you express yourself with words, the thoughts in your mind are turn into words, and you speak them into microphones. <laughs> um. What about what about the the big uh, solar eclipse over it? Oh yeah, well that'll be happening in the middle of uh, camp. Yeah, so that'll be pretty fun. Somewhere like at the it'll be pretty dark out. Like there's there's basically no light. Yeah, it's all um, besides fire. It's all reflected. Well, there's a lot of light that leaks out, um, and then there's the light that no no light at the camp. There's like no oh yeah I see bright but bulb right right right. Light. Oh. Really? There's no only in only in the um, armory, mm. which is the basically the food area. Interesting. But also other things are kept in there. 
Because you went last year. Yeah. What are you and looking that's like to? the only place with electric light. What are you looking forward to this year? I think. Um, being on the other side of the camp, because last, last time I was um, doing Forest Forge, which means I made a knife. Mm-hmm. But this time I'm going to be doing Realms of Cascadia, which means I'll be on the other side of the camp in a yurt instead of mm. a, like a, a, cl- a cloth, no, not cloth, more like canvas mm-hmm. uh, cabin-like thing. Sounds like a fancy tent. Yeah, basically just a big fancy tent, but with nothing in it. Sweet. Wooden floors, which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, but this time we'll be in yurts. Is it, is it cold? Kind of. A so little like, bit. Like kind of on a mountain then? You know, I don't know. It gets a little chilly at night though. Well, I'm excited. I'm so glad you're going away to Sleepaway Camp one more time. Uh, you, haven't, you haven't been to much camp this summer. It's been a different summer than your other summers of your youth. Uh, less camp. More more uh, chillaxing at home. What's been your what's been your preferred screen time activity while at home this YouTube. summer? YouTube. Yeah, what do you what are you checking out on YouTube these days? Well, I got into Etho again. Yeah, tell the people who Etho is. He is a Minecraft YouTuber that I used to watch a lot of and then recently well not recently. A little while ago I stopped and I am back into him. He is incredible. He's just like pretty good at Pretty dang good at redstone and just an incredible designer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how what, how would you describe his like YouTube skills? So he's great at Minecraft, but what makes him a good what makes him a, a worthwhile YouTuber? He tells you what he's gonna what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very simple what he does, but works. So that's pretty useful. And um. And then he does these amazing things. Like, what did he do the last time? Um, well, he makes incredible stuff. Like, he made an, an automatic collecting and planting farm for, um, not quite automatic, but almost automatic for uh, mushrooms. Hmm. All, Mush- he has to do mushroom is, all he has to do is run past it, click. Just, like, run, run sideways and click. Okay. And he collects the entire all, like the entire thing in two passes. What is he clicking on when he runs? Uh the the mushrooms. He's destroying it. Like, oh, okay. Destroying it with his mega mega axe. His very very powerful axe. Also he made a, a fully automatic tree farm, which is very hard. Huh. Cuz he used a gas that like blew something that shoots fireballs to blow up the trees. Weird. Yeah. I didn't know you could like harness the power of ghasts well it's shooting at him he has to, he has to be there for it to work huh the ghast is shooting at him but it, it but there's half slab blocking it so it hits the trees so it burns up the trees no it just blows it up with the explosion okay gas explosions and then, explosions blow and then up he gathers too. all the... and then it collects in hoppers uh-huh. and it's fully automatic all he has to do is stand there and hold down place uh-huh. sapling okay. so that the saplings automatically get planted by him funny and the gas doesn't blow him up. Why? Because, well, he's far enough back, mm-hmm. and there's stuff blocking the way. That is a crazy and mechanism fire can't burn on half slabs. Work done, so the fire won't burn anything. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, Etho, he's good awesome. job, Etho. Yeah, I've all, I've enjoyed. Also, he Etho's answers work. questions at the end. He answers like a comment. Viewer mail. Yeah, 
at the end every single episode. Smart. Pretty nice. Audience engagement. Yeah. Like you do. Uh, We just watched the movie Die Hard. Yep. Which is uh, my special occasion for this podcast. That movie, I have been planning to show you that movie since the day you were born. It just didn't come up. Because we could have watched that when you were four years old. A lot of violence. Not much else. No different than Seven Samurai. One of your favorite films when you are a toddler. But it waited until today. You know me. I get real worked up about sharing 80s action movies with you. Yeah. But was I wrong? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> Because yeah. you enjoyed the whole Dan thing. Yep. From where I was sitting. Dan. The whole Dan thing. All of the Dans. You were into it. You were into it. There's so much I can talk about, but I wrote stuff down. It's like I might talk about this stuff with on another podcast because I have a lot of insights into this film. Um, a lot of things that I saw for the first time today. Uh in Trump's America. John McClain. John McClain would vote for Trump, probably. These are my thoughts. Dude, if you don't want to talk about Die Hard, what do you want to talk about? I'm fine with talking about Die Hard. Okay, so what do you want to talk about? I don't Die Hard, I guess. I don't know. Alright, movie starts off. The guy is on the airplane. Uh-huh. And another guy says, You want my advice? <sighs> Take your shoes off. Makes makes getting off the airplane easy and fun. I've been I've been flying on airplanes for ten years. Nine. Nine years. I'm an old man who knows how to fly on airplanes. Listen to me. And then take off your shoes. Make little fists with your feet, and you'll never in the carpet. Yeah, and that's good for you. Why? It's good for you. Listen to me. I'm a businessman. So then he does that. And he was like, but he's like, oh, but I've been a cop. No, but no, he sees the gun. Yeah. He sees a gun. And and then he says, well, it's okay, I'm a cop. <laughs> and I've been he a says, cop for 11 no, years. No, he says, I, I, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for 11 years. Yeah, which yeah. is which is two years longer than you have been flying on an airplane, Mr. Businessman. <laughs> and then he goes to a party where there's a bunch of corporate types. And then uh, people bre- break in with guns. And then and bank robbers come. Terrorists. And he is the only person who isn't out in the main area when that happens. So he's the only person who doesn't get, like, rounded up. Yeah. He hides. He has a gun. You said something brilliant when the what? movie started right at this point in the what? movie. You said, I will go to it. What did I say? Because I, I took notes the whole time. What did I say? You said that, um... Oh, yeah. Um, it's like a horror movie, but where, the, where you're rooting for the monster. Yeah, that John McClane hiding out in the building all by himself. Basically a horror movie where he is the monster. Where you, you, you want the monster to win. Because the, the monster that's hiding and murdering people is the good guy. Yeah. Yeah, taking out the bad guys one by one. Kind of like Rick and Morty. The Pickle Rick episode. Funny you mentioned. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. Because I can guarantee you one for one mm-hmm. 
that that's what the Pickle Rick episode was about. Oh, of course. Yeah, I know for a fickety fact that Dan Harmon views Die Hard as one of the most important movies of his and, life. And then that guy that he has the standoff with is the is yeah. the guy that Hans Gruber. No, Alan Rickman. Not Hans Gruber. Well, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber is the name of the character. They keep saying it. Hans. Yeah. But in Rick and Morty. What was? Yeah. I don't what know what the that name guy's name. Anyway, but the guy that the uh, what's his, the jaguar or whatever? Yes. Is the same as that other guy with the long hair. Interesting. Yeah. That he had, that he had to stand off with, but that was a fist fight. Yeah, interesting. He's kind of a cross between John McClane and Jaguar, because he's also more he's more the good guy, Jaguar. Well, in in the Rick Pickle I guess Rick. Pickle Rick is kind of the good guy. Yeah, duh. I see. So Pickle Rick is the yeah, John the McClane yeah. of the Pickle Rick, the second half of Pickle Rick. And the um and Jaguar all the way up until the end, all the way up until halfway, like most of the way through, is the guy that he has the standoff with. Yeah. But then he becomes. Good. What's his name's brother? What? I, I forgot that yeah. that weirdo. The guy name. that he broke the neck of, yeah. <laughs> his brother. Back before he wanted to kill people, he didn't want to kill anybody at the beginning. Yeah, he and was it, the one who killed the two security guards. No, I mean uh, John McClane, the good oh, guy. Oh, right. He like really, really didn't ever want to have to kill anybody, which I, I noticed. But then he had to kill that guy. Yeah, but he didn't even want to. Like happened by accident. You know, because when he had a chance to shoot him, he didn't do it. But then he broke his neck. By, yeah, but it was like practically by accident. <laughs> and then sent him down the elevator on the chair. Yeah, and then turned into a stone-cold psychopath and by then, like dressing him up in a Santa Claus outfit and writing a taunting note. Saying, uh, now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, it was a real... Uh, it was Christmas Eve, the Celebration entire. of the great white psychopath, this movie. Uh, <laughs> which is interesting. Because, yeah, he starts off not wanting to kill anybody, but by the end, he's like screaming, I'm gonna eat your flesh like he actually yells that at, at, right at the end before he before he hangs the bad guy which is also pretty pretty brutal psychopath move but well he got attacked yes it was all justified he was fighting back for his life and then um yeah but good yeah. call with the it's a um it's a horror movie where you're rooting movie. for the monster yeah and then it was really all about most of this movie there's only is like, one of the good guy and you yeah like, a bunch of it. it wouldn't have even gone down this way if it hadn't been for the fact that the building was wired, like with the internet in it, like all the computers, right? Like it was really one of the first like hacker movies, although they're always sort of hacker movies. I shouldn't say that. The 60s had computer hacking, you know, bank robbery as well. But they really uh, they really did their their bad guy job with their uh, and then there was keyboard the, um... tapping. And then there was the uh, the limo driver who was just in the basement of that building the entire yes. time, Argyle. not knowing what not knowing what's going on until the very end when there's uh, when he's watching the TV. Argyle, the teenager, who Ooh. ends up knocking out the guy who's about to escape. Yes, the the black nerd. Yeah, the black nerd. Really fascinating in the in in the, retrospect. The, the black limo driver knocking out the black nerd. Yes, isn't that interesting? And race. Race is never an accident in these movies. In action movies yeah. where the white guy is the big savior hero, 
when you check out like what race. But then there, but then there's the Argyle who ended up knocking yeah, out no, the one guy who not, was gonna escape. There's lots of there's lots of good guys who are not harmed. Yeah, because also the other main good guy, his best bro. Oh yeah, well not best bro. He didn't know him until then. But, but yeah, they became super tight. Yeah, they were like, if there were two main characters. If there were two good guy main characters, that he would John be McCain one. and Sergeant Twinkie, I forgot what we call him. Sergeant Twinkie, why? Why he was, Sergeant Twinkie? He was a sergeant. I wrote Sergeant Twinkie in my notes. He was a well, sergeant. He's a sergeant, but wasn't he buying a bunch of Twinkies? Yeah, when we first meet him, he buys a lot of Twinkies for his wife, who quote is unquote, pregnant. Who is pregnant? But the the mean hick. Uh, store clerk doesn't believe him says sure fatso i know you cops and your love of sweets no he said donuts he said something like i thought you only got donuts yeah he was also like also kind of fat (laughs) yes yes (laughs) he was the the pot calling the kettle black the store the store clerk calling the cop fat uh yeah such a fun movie the thing about that movie is just like it's so impeccably logical right each step of this film you know like you're always you always know exactly where you are in the in the great heist even though you don't know what the purpose of the heist is it's always john mcclain you know one-on-one with other bad guys or one-on-four sometimes one-on-four i know but or you like you always know where you are one each, on all at the very each piece of the movie is plotted so so impeccably it really is one of the best best little stories out there there's only one guy that he wasn't the one who killed which is the uh guy that in the very end the cop shot yes yes in the end his bro- his buddy killed the main bad guy the second main right well the main muscle the main muscle yeah 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 who you noticed uh, inexplicably came back to life like from a, being choked like a true to monster death. In a film, how did he get down if he was hung from a yeah. chain? Truly a, a resurrection of sorts. Um, Didn't have anything on him. Couldn't have reached a knife in his boot even if he did have one, which couldn't break a chain in time. So you watched a bunch of Schwarzenegger movies. What do you think? Like, how would you compare? The exact same thing. Yeah. What do you, like? What do you? What kind of parallels do you draw? There's like no difference between this and a Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. Like he's basically Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Arnold same. Well, it's the there's gr- no difference. It's the great him. hero, the great action hero. Yeah. What about like, you know? So I'm thinking of the last action movie we saw in the theater, which was Wolverine. Which was Wolverine. So how would you how would you compare this? hero this john mcclain hero to well for one wolverine, wolverine doesn't use gun sure use a well, gun. wolverine's a superhero they're both superheroes though john mcclain's a little more uh human human but he still like does superhuman stuff in this movie he becomes super heroic fermento event yeah let's uh, talk about uh, let's uh, talk about john mcclain and and wolverine uh, okay what else do you know what do you mean? Well, like, what What else, what kind of movie is Wolverine if it's similar to, because it is. Action? Yeah, but, like, for the characters, these two guys, how how are Wolverine and McClain different than each other? Besides a gun and fist. That's actually a really good point, that Wolverine is all, is all fists. 
But, you know, when John McClane's doing it, like, the best in the movie, it's all it's all fists, too. You know, like, all the best fight scenes. There's only one fist fight scene. There's a couple other fights. There's scenes. only one But you're fist. right. He's mostly a gun guy. There's only one fight scene where he's using his fists. Okay, so Wolverine's more hands-on. Yep. What else? Like, what about, like, why they kill people? Because they have to. Because they have to, or they're bad guys. I would say that Wolverine is more cavalier about taking life. Yeah. I mean, at the very beginning of the movie, he's like, I don't want to kill you guys. And then he, like, kills every single one of them brutally. Like, he he asks, he, like, asks them politely not to make him have to kill them. When? Just the the first time he kills the bunch of dudes, the... The bunch of uh, car robbery Latinos. The guys that are trying to steal his limo. What do you mean? In the beginning of the movie, Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine, right, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about this. Yeah, you can get confused with these action films. <laughs> I'm trying to pick apart another difference, though. I thought I thought you were talking about he that uh, John McClane said that at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, what? In the beginning of the movie, John McClane didn't want to. Yeah, kill anybody. but he didn't say that. No, he didn't he did. tell anybody. There's like a there's like a moment. There's like the one of the first times, you know, because the broken neck guy was like an accident. They were just fighting, and then they fell down the stairs. Uh, the next guy, the guy who jumps up on the table, mm-hmm. he's like, next time you have the chance to kill somebody. You do it, and he did. Yeah, and then he, and did. Then he shot off to yeah. the table and killed. And but that was like a the turning point in the movie where now he's like ready to kill people. Oh, mom's home. Hey, um, <laughs> what else would you say about John McClane? Um, uh, let's see. What was likable about this guy? Uh, I don't know. What was what was not likable about that he wanted? To, I don't I don't really know. I don't really know. What? How about for me? Do you have any questions for me, bro? Uh, the same question you just asked me. Ask it. Ask away. Uh, what was likable about uh, what was likable about him? About who? Focus. About John McClane. What was likable about John McClane is that Which he. Is what you just is, yeah, but I'm asking you to I know, shape up because you've, you've gone off into spacey space land. How come you've been so tired lately? Because I haven't been sleeping perfectly. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. You've been uh, you've been staying up late and sleeping in a lot, and uh, uh, kind of uh, having trouble getting going. Are you looking forward to get the school get school school back? Kind of. What's what are you looking forward for school? Um Getting to see my friends more. Yeah. Who what what friend are you looking forward to seeing? Cassius, I guess. I haven't seen him all summer. Have you talked to him though? Yeah. Like on Skype and Google Chat, yeah. What's he up to? Mm, not much. Last time you talked to him, what what was what was new in his life? What did you talk? Uh, what did you talk about? He was making a Minecraft um, texture pack. Mm-hmm. 
What's yes. that? Uh, basically, ev- making everything in Minecraft look however you want it to. Customizing it? Yeah, making everything look different. You can't really change the mechanics. What was the theme of his texture pack? What was he going for? Anything. Just cool. Look- cool looking. Mm-hmm. What did you do while he was working on that? I made a couple skins and played Minecraft. Did you ever get to see his texture pack? Um, I can't because I don't have it. But maybe, I mean, kind of, kind of in a way. How like, so? Because he, he showed me his screen. Cool. And showed me a couple of the items. What What did you see on his screen? Uh, he made the golden apple look purple. He and River both did that. Purple golden apple. How's River? Good. You didn't mention that he was on the call. Oh, yeah. You had this double Skype play date. Yep. With your friends who were in different ends of the uh, Petro Portland metro area. Well, River is in Portland. Right. He's in the Portland metro area. He's... I think Vancouver counts. In Vancouver. Metro okay. area. I mean, Vancouver is considered a suburb of the city of Portland, <gasps> okay. even though it's in Washington. My dad t- says it used to be called Portland, Washington, <laughs> which seems crazy. Why not Oregon, Washington? I mean, it's already... Yeah. Oregon, Washington? Yeah. Here in the city of Oregon, Washington. There already is an Oregon city. I know, Oregon, Washington. Why Portland, Washington, not Oregon, Washington? You know, Portland and then Portland and then choose a big city in Washington that's near it. Wait, what? It's not Portland. It wouldn't be Portland, Washington. It would be Oregon, Washington. Why, why Portland, Washington? The city's name is Portland. The yeah, state's name I know. Is Washington. <sighs> Vancouver's in Washington. I know. Okay. So why is it Portland, Washington, not Oregon, Washington? Oregon. It's Washington. in between Oregon and what? It's like right, barely in Washington. It's. Just, I mean, it's as much in Washington as anything else is on the coast of the Columbia River. I know. Why it's why is it called Portland, Washington? It's not anymore. It's called Vancouver. I know, but why was it ever called Portland, Washington if it's in Washington, not Portland? Yeah, well, they because there was a different city in the state of Washington with the same name as its neighboring city in oh, the state of Oh, it was called Portland? Portland? Yeah. Oh. Oh. I thought they used just like a nickname being Portland, Washington because it was like near Portland and in Washington. The way that you are confused right now, I can't even comprehend what you thought. I thought that they, it was a nickname Portland, Washington, because it was near Portland in Washington. Uh-huh. Not it was called Portland in Washington. Uh-huh. I didn't know that it, the name of the city was actually Portland. I thought the nickname was Portland, Washington, because it was in between Portland yeah, and Washington. According, according to my dad, at least. Not Oregon, Washington. According to my dad. What's new, man? When, when was the last time you uh, you watched a TV show? What'd you watch? You and Mom are also, into a new show. said the city is called Portland. I'm like, yeah, duh. We're in Portland. Of course. You duh. and Mom have gotten into a new Portland. series, a sci-fi series. It's called Dark Matter. Haven't we already talked about this on the... Oh, yeah, no. car. Oh, it's true. We've been trying out some car... Mega car, mega time. car time. I already said this. I'm not going to say it again. I, I have not listened to those yet, so I don't even know if they're any good. But that's a good point. We talked about 
we talked about dark matter and mega car time. So maybe we'll throw that in at the yeah. at the end here, or throw them in right into now. the middles right now. <laughs> throw them in right now. Ten minutes worth of mega car time. Um, what you reading? Thickety, book two. Tell me about thickety. Um, it's about this girl whose mom is a witch. Her mom gets murdered at the very beginning hmm. because she's a witch. But who murders her mom? The city that she lives in because hmm. it, you're not supposed to be a witch. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's basically about what happens to her after her mom dies. Jeez. And one of those. Well, that's just how I can all I can say without uh, spoiling everything. Okay. And you're on book 2 now, huh? Yeah. Cool. And you're reading this novel. I'm actually reading it, not listening cool. to it. Cuz you've book also on tape. like listened to like probably like 2 dozen audiobooks this summer. 2 dozen. I'm going to say probably more like 50. Yeah. <laughs> probably more like 50. I just picked up a book off the table that I have to talk to you about. Why? It's the Garfield's Big Book of Excellent <laughs> Excuses. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks so much. What make what how, define sucks? Because you're very an stupid. enormous fan of it. It's just a stupid book. The Talking Cat Garfield. It's just a completely stupid book. How so? I don't know. It's just random and stupid. Excellent excuses for school. Excellent excuses for home. I also wouldn't call them excellent. I'd excellent call them excuses stupid. for everything else. Stupid excuses for. <laughs> uh, read, read some random ones. Phone zone. Let's go to page 43. Why phone Why zone. I didn't get off the phone. It ugh, Why I didn't get... I, why I am still on the phone. Right. Phone zone. Yeah. Read one of them. I'm telling everyone what a way cool parent you are. Uh-huh. It's not spending too much time on the phone. It's networking. Uh, oh, that one's good. I mean, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm preparing I? for a career as a telemarketer. <laughs> okay, that one's probably the best one in the book. <laughs> I'd and rather I'd rather hear you tell me your your marketing than hear me uh, hear me tell you. Here you tell me that uh, you're preparing for a career as a telemarketer. What's up? Um, the the next the next uh the the um, the one with the illustration or no? Uh, that one that that in the illustration it sucks. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a yakasaurus. <laughs> yuckety, yuckety, yuckety. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's actually a pretty cool illustration of uh, yeah, Garfield as some kind it's, of it's not a good bonkers. Excuse half dinosaur there's also one that i can't hang up on the president can i can i that might be the the only thing in this book that's any good at all is that illustration of garfield as a dinosaur as a yakasaurus because you know like someone drew that for this book someone with real drawing talent and we might never know who uh oh no they're they're credited Okay. Mike Fence, Larry Fence, and Lori Barker. So one of the three of those mm. guys drew that amazing picture. It's cool. Pretty good. It is really good. I wonder what else they've drawn in there. All of that. Draw ye careers. Everything you see Whoa, there. that's a good picture what? too. The Which one? Garfield oh yeah, Garfield with a bag. Hair day. Hair day. 
Yeah, but the excuse kind of sucks. No, nothing in this book, as far as excuses, is worth uh, is worth <laughs> excusing. <laughs> the people that uh, wrote the book get credits in the back. Oh, you know, you know which one sucks. Hmm. Um, I tripped on the hairball. Mark Acey grew up in Cincinnati, dreaming of playing second base for the Reds. But finding he was better at wordplay than double play, huh. he became a humor writer. Today, yeah. Mark lives in Indianapolis with his wife, Jugnu, dreaming up excuses for not doing yard work. <laughs> An evil squirrel <laughs> stole my rake. <laughs> Reared in Los Angeles, Scott Nickel has seen it all and done it all and remembers surprisingly little of it. I forgot to remember. Scott is a dedicated wordsmith and dreams of someday writing the perfect knock-knock joke. He currently lives in Indiana with his wife, two sons, three dogs, one cat, a cockatiel, and several sea monkeys. Oh, Brett Koth is a teeny tiny cartoonist with a big fat desire to entertain. He and his lovely wife Mona live in a thimble in sunny Orlando, Florida, where he moonlights as a singing cabana boy. Brett's hobbies include reading, jazz, baseball, and playing traditional folk songs on his armpit. <laughs> That's probably the best part of that book. Fascinating. Well, it traditional only cost a dollar. It only armpit. cost a dollar. AKA fart noises. <sighs> those armpit. What's your arts. what? What kind of uh, kind of gaming is? You've been you've been on a little bit of a classic Wii game. You you've been playing some of those old Wii games. Yep. What else is going on in your gaming life? Uh, um, I don't know. If you were free to go play a video game right now, what would you play? YouTube. You would just watch. <laughs> I'd probably play Minecraft. If you had to play something, what what Minecraft uh, activity would you enlist yourself in? Uh, I don't know. Like, would you go to one of the servers? Yeah, definitely. definitely Probably go to factions, which is basically survival with teams. You mm-hmm. can join a faction and, like, like there are faction wars and stuff. Okay. Like, you, you can share stuff with How do you know members. your assignment in your faction war? Um, by the, your, whatever your team leader is telling you what, you what they want you to do. Or you can just go and fight. I have not been in a faction where I know nothing about it. If John McClane has no shoes on, so uh-huh. he's barefoot, yeah, and his vulnerability is is his Broken lack glass. of shoes. Yep. What yep. what's uh, Wolverine's vulnerability in this in the movie? The fact that he's weakening. Yeah. He's getting old. That's true. What is what's his weakness in other in all the other movies? Yeah, what's his weakness in the other movies? I was going to say his, like, lack of compassion. His, like... His lack of a ranged weapon. <laughs> it's like his alcoholism. Probably his lack of a ranged weapon. The fact that he's solely melee. You know, I think he's fine with that, though. But it's a, that's an interesting argument to make. Um... Yeah, they're all the cowboys. They're all the lone cowboys. But he's part of the X-Men. No, I know, but Wolverine's totally like a 
loner. A loner, yeah. That's I mean that's really his uh, his barefoot problem is that he's never strong on friends and friendship. You know, if he would just like stick by his bros, things might not go so wrong. Isn't that what every every one of those movies is about? How many Wolverine movies have you seen? Two. I should probably catch you up on the whole Wolverine. The most saga. recent one and um uh whichever one though where he goes Days back in time is past. Days of Future Past. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite one. The best part was the running in slow motion. Yeah, the best part was the flash running in slow motion. That and probably all the times that what's his head reads people's minds. Right. <laughs> you know that guy's not the Flash. I know, but he's basically the Flash. Basically the Flash, but the Flash is a DC character. He's a copy of the Flash. They do copy each other's powers. Um. Although oh um, DC, DC doesn't have any Superman. Or wait, no, Superman is DC. Uh, Marvel doesn't have a Superman. Well, Captain America is kind of is not Superman. He can't fly. Yeah, but he is like. There's no complete Superman. Like, yeah, yeah, flying, right. powerful, okay, yeah, x-ray you're, you're vision. You're talking about powers. It. I'm talking about, like, what they mean to... I know, but, like, the only thing that... Superman's power is flying and strong. Yeah. That's it. He's just fly. He can fly and he's strong. I just think, like, Superman is, like, oh, the yeah, gold... Oh, he has uh, eyes. He can laser eyes. He's, like, the no. golden boy. He's perfect, right? That's, like, Superman. And, like, Captain America is pretty perfect as well. Except for the fact that he was frozen in ice for 40 years. Right, well, he comes back. Yeah. Well, Kryptonite. Dude. He's not perfect. I wonder if they bring Captain America back to fight. Because you know who Captain America's main main enemies are. Well, yeah, that Red Skull. Yeah, well, and you know what Red Skull are? What? They're the Nazis. Well, yeah. Okay. Captain America fights Nazis. Uh... I wonder if they're going to bring him back for a real Nazi puncher. That would be interesting. If we live to see it, I'd buy a ticket to go see some Nazi punching <laughs> on the big screen. Um, cool, bro. Yeah. I wonder, you know, I wonder, like, in the time that we have left, in the brief time that we have left, like, what else, what else, like, there's, you know, there's, there is a perfect question mm-hmm. that I should be asking, or that you should ask me. What? I don't know. Ask me one question. Face up, face up into the, what? I don't know. What? Ask me. <sighs> Tell me what Who's your favorite character? In what? In, uh, Die Hard. My favorite character. In Die Hard. Is the hero John McClane or the Besides, villain Hans Gruber? Besides the main characters. Whoa. Besides the main characters. I like the limo driver. Oh, yeah. What'd you like about limo driver? The fact that he's completely oblivious and then knocks out the, the one guy that's going to escape. Yeah. Does does a little bit of damage for the good guys. I liked. Um, the and then he's like, he's like smiling while shaking out his hand because I like I like the coked up like young Donald Trump guy. Who? The guy who's like I'm great at negotiating. I Who? can solve this problem. 
Which guy? The guy that thinks he can solve the problem by negotiating. And he like, and he like, like he like. Yeah, you, like, you said was bad because he threatened someone. No, although they had a lot in common, these two bros in the film. Not the reporter, who threatened to call the INS on the housekeeper to to barge his way past uh, the privacy of the of John McClane and his wife, which practically got them killed. That nosy reporter. Yeah, because um, that's how he figured out that to blackmail him using his wife. That's how Hans Gruber got the got the skinny on John McClane's loved ones. Um, what I'm talking about though is the businessman who's like who gets the coke and drinks the coke and and tries to negotiate to get John to turn himself in. Oh yeah, the guy who's a hostage. Yeah. But he's like, I, I, uh, I do million dollar deals for breakfast. I can take these guys. And then he waltzes in there. And then gets shot. With overconfidence. I assume that was a fake shot. That was fake getting shot. No, he really, that, that guy really got shot. I know. Um, do you know what his first line was in the movie? What? Why don't you show him your watch? Oh, yeah. And then that watch is the thing that Hans Gruber was hanging from the window by. Well, bro, thanks for podcasting with me. If we never podcast again, it's been a good run. Should we podcast some more in sixth grade? Yeah. What's your goals for this project? Which project? Mega screen time. Um... In the, in the year to come. In your old age. To get uh one to get an episode a month, I guess. Yeah. Or two. You or haven't two. been you haven't been super talkative this episode, bro. You wanna? You wanna keep I going? Guess. You've been reluctant. I feel like I've been pulling teeth with you today. Like I feel I prefer car time. Oh so we might just have to transition to making car time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a microphone problem more than anything, but it might yeah. work out. What how come how come mega car time is a better fit? Because it's shorter and it's just like feels less official yeah okay bro that's a good one i respect that i like that you told me that at the end of the show um i'm glad we podcast this one time thanks for joining me on this father-son waltz through pop culture listened to Mega Screen Time on iTunes on Facebook on Stitcher SoundCloud Donner and Blitzen Instagram Instagram Twitter uh, Blogspot my mom's house Thank you, Magic Sword. Rock on, Magic Sword. <laughs>